And welcome back to Safe Talk with Safe Start. And if it's your first time joining us, a special welcome to you. I'm Tim Page Botter, your host for today. I'd like to take a look today at our four states from a 30,000-foot managerial perspective. I think by now we've all heard, quote, air quotes here, our employees are our greatest asset, end quote. And you'll get no argument from me on that statement. You've also heard safety is number one, or maybe safety first, or something like that. That is until monthly, quarterly, or annual production goals, which are yet achieved, push their way to the front of everyone's mind. Telling the corporate office that their production goals are too aggressive may not be a great career decision. So how do you protect your greatest asset, your people? Before we get into that, let's drill down a bit further on the challenge that's before us. I think we all agree that the goals aren't going anywhere, so that only leaves us with a management hammer to nail down on this challenge. You see, these four states, rushing, frustration, fatigue, and complacency, not only increase when production demands our attention, these are just a few examples of when these states will predictably increase risk, and we call them pre-states, or more precisely, Predicting when you're likely to encounter those states. So things like turnarounds, upset conditions, shutdowns, unscheduled maintenance, interruption of production, even holidays. Like, for example, mind not on task before you return to work. Vacation season. I know by now we're probably in full swing with deer hunting. So all of that comes into play, like mind not on task before or returning to work. I think you've heard, I need a vacation away from my vacation. Now, I've mentioned upset conditions before, but this could be as simple as maybe employees calling in sick. You probably have seen that in the last 18 months. Or the rush that we've all experienced, especially establishing those types of COVID protocols through the pandemic. And that's just to name a few. Now, when you can anticipate that these states that you might be in, or in other words, increase your awareness by increasing chatter about the state-to-error pattern, this calls for a cool head especially at a time where others may be losing theirs. That's exactly when leaders need to focus everyone back on those states that get people hurt and at best cost you time and money. You see, not all injuries or accidents are a result of those types of things, but you might have a near miss that didn't cause an injury, but eventually made you lose some time and money. Another example could be as simple as a pre-shift toolbox meeting or as complex as scheduling with the four states in mind. I don't know about you, but have you ever been to the Charlotte airport? That airport has those things that you go into in the restroom where it asks you, how was your experience in the Charlotte airport bathroom? And then, of course, you kind of respond back with either hitting the red, the yellow or the green face. Now, of course, the red face is going to have a frowny face and the yellow face will have a straight lipped face and then the green face is going to have a smile. And we don't have these buttons when people come into the workplace. And if we did, imagine what the conversation would be like, especially if they came in late or if they came in and they had an argument at home. Now, the same approach could be used before and after extended time off for holidays, vacation, outages, deer hunting, whatever. So how do you ensure this communication is taking place to a level that's productive? Given there's a little danger of over-communicating where more is more, quote unquote, 
to quote our favorite leader, Larry Wilson, perhaps you could follow some of these recommendations. Kick off every meeting that you have with a safe start story. Get everybody's mind engaged. Maybe have supervisors communicate with their direct reports, showing them the patterns of risk. You get that through safe lead. You could also conduct rate your state as individuals and teams. You might get more of an uncovering of the red, the yellow, and the green. I'm talking about those faces that you hit on your experience or how you feel. Perhaps you could do behavior-based safety observation and feedback. There's always lots of questions that surround human factors in regards to those kinds of conversations. Job safety analysis, or JHAs, whatever you want to call them, actually gets people to think about those moments. Internal marketing includes banners, signage, placards. The only thing that limits you here is your imagination. Now, in terms of me, I have to suggest there was one question that Larry did ask me a few years back, and he, well, when he asked me, he kind of barreled at me, and I looked at him, and I said, well, I had to think about that for a minute, Larry. But his question was, Tim, if you were able to predict when and where you would make a mistake, when and where would that be? And then I had to think about a very specific situation, and then I put myself in that situation, and then if that situation were to arise, guess what I would be thinking about? That question that Larry asked me. Now for you, think about that question if you were able to ask that of your employees. For me, I have to think about it all the time. I have alarms set on my safestart.me app. It happens on Sunday nights and Thursday afternoons. Most predictably, when I'm at the airports traveling. And sometimes I travel on Monday mornings to travel to a location, but for the most part, it just happened the other day coming home from Houston. You see, I walk at a different pace than most people. And when people aren't walking my pace, I kind of look over their left shoulder. Then I peer and look over their right shoulder to see if there's any space. And I got an alarm on my phone from the Safe Start app. And it said, work on your habits. And then it also said, self-trigger on your frustration, rate your state. I took a moment there and paused and I said, you know what? I'm glad I got that reminder. It's the same question that Larry asks. When and where would you most likely make a mistake? Now, in terms of a real-life example, let me give you another one. In the not-so-distant past, I was doing two weeks of work for a fiberglass insulation company. Their product is sold to the public by companies like Home Depot and Lowe's. Now, the nice thing about an extended stay with a customer is that you get a sense of the business ebb and flow. As fate would have it, you'd have to drive by the loading bay as you entered the plant. Now, the rainy drive-by from that loading day or that loading bay, and I say the rainy drive I took on the way in, and I saw what had to be tens of thousands of discarded product from the customer stacked up. Now, I said to myself, self, that's what I go by when I'm talking to myself, by the way. I said, self, you might encounter some frustration today. And how about the second shift who had to make up that production? They all saw what I did on the way to work. Now, that's just the case where leaders need to be out there on the floor coaching those human factors. In terms of me, we've got to consider, how are we using our most valuable assets? Are we knowingly or not institutionalizing the four states? 
I was at a plant once that ran 12-hour shifts six days a week. While productive and everyone else, they were happy with the overtime, it doesn't take a CSP to tell you that's unsustainable. And risking the safety of our employees and their productivity? Come on. Are we scheduling or designing work to minimize the four states? For example, in the previous case of the six days at 12 hours, are we willing to schedule work that may do away with working people excessive hours? While that may not be a popular decision, I got to remind us all that we are talking about our most valuable asset. If you have this specific challenge, I strongly suggest you titrate down in hours as employees can be quite addictive to routine overtime. Now, what about rushing? Are our goals reasonable and attainable? We even have a client who collects his employees' frustrations. If you want to hear about that, you can listen to the podcast in Safe Talk titled Great Leaders Harvest Frustrations and Signals. I did that a few weeks back with Ed Stevens, Vice President at ABB. The point is, during these upset conditions, the only awareness weapon you have is to increase the Safe Start chatter. All right. I just wanted to pop in and share that thought with you. Now, thanks for hearing me out. I want you to share this podcast as a recruiting tool, and it will take more than your single voice to get this accomplished. On behalf of the Safe Talk team and myself, my name is Tim Page Botter. Until the next time, keep your eyes and mind on task, and I'll see you down the road.